0: It is not the offspring of witchcraft or Satan. It was created by man. It will grow to be 15 feet tall. It will have huge eyes, webbed hands, hooked claws. It will walk upright. And it will mindlessly mercilessly kill every living thing it meets prophecy Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And I'm Christopher, and we are a horror movie podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, the can't be the weird, and above all, obscure horror movies from the seventies, eighties, nineties, sometimes today, also the two thousands. Early uh, and late, sometimes mid. Everything from shot on video slashers to erotic thrillers and killer crocodiles. E- still e- still so, still trying to get that one. That's okay. It'll so change every time until we fall into a nice groove. Yeah. Maybe I should try it sometime. <laughs> I just got to sit there and like stare at myself in the mirror. Record yourself doing it over and over again yeah. like it's a poppy skit. Exactly. Yeah. I that great. would work. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. Glad to be home. Yeah. We almost didn't record today. Yep. And we decided to. So it's been a hell of a here week. We are. Yeah. That sucks. I feel so bad. Yeah, that's life, man. You take the good, you take the bad. Blah blah blah. We saw Pearl. We did see Pearl. I really liked Pearl. Yes, it was very good. Asterisk. Think we're gonna do a Pearl mini thing. I hope thing. so. Uh, but I say that a lot. We don't end up actually doing them. Yeah. So uh, maybe because we do it, we have like a lot to say. Yes, more than usual. I feel like. Yes. Potentially. So. Really liked it. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Very good movie. Beautiful. It was great. That Technicolor. We had a virtually empty theater, oh. and uh, everyone that was there didn't say a single fuck. There was no coughing. Almost everyone was staying through it, the credits. Which, yeah, okay. So <laughs> this isn't a spoiler. I believe there's supposed to be a post-credits because I've seen the video like for a teaser. the teaser for yeah. the next one online. Um, so, like everyone sitting there waiting because i assume other people knew as well yeah. and then they like shut the projector off really real piss <laughs> off right what i think it was about to play yep, a real piss but off. but i don't know if maybe it was just a post credits at tiff or wherever but maybe i don't know it's a shame if it wasn't i don't know it was great uh certainly some mia goths oh my god i mean what else is there to say she was so transcendent she's so good it, the Shila buff shit really sucks yeah She's so good. She was so good. Haunting, Gonna be, et cetera. Probably go down with Tony Collette. Some of the greatest performances never nominated for anything. Yes, a fucking nine-minute monologue, crazy with t- with real human tears coming out. Yeah, and great. it was very good. It's very very good. uh What else have we watched? Anything else? I don't think we've watched anything else. I don't think so either. october's a fucking loaded month. Yeah, while starting because uh we'll probably go see smile next week okay and hocus pocus comes Mm -hmm. out next week and then we've got still to see barbarian oh yeah we still have to see barbarian uh we should pick a day and do a double feature just like creep in there (laughs) pay for one ticket yeah no one would even care. You, I'm when on your we shoulders. When we went to see Pearl, the there's like a small child with his mother in front of us who got told the same theater that we were in, but mm-hmm. they were not actually in there. So I think that he just said the wrong theater. That was so weird. Because was <laughs> I'm totally down for that if you want to yeah. bring your kids to these, but like, uh it was surprising. <laughs> yes, and then they weren't in there, thankfully. Yes, but. it was very surprising. It was very surprising. I don't know. It's good. Uh we had a good audience. Yep. Uh it wasn't in the IMAX theater that smells like Ugh. disgusting and the seats are terrible. So that was and you're paying nice. extra for the privilege of yeah. smelling the bad smell. And and sitting in the bad seat. Yeah. Hey Cineplex. What up? What's up? Uh anyway, so this movie today. Yes. Prophecy. From nineteen seventy nine. I think this was the first seventies one we've done in a while, right? Why was it since, called was it since one of the tenements? Probably. Why was it called Prophecy? I don't, don't know, because I mean, when they talked about the legend, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, "Oh, it, it's prophesized." It's been foretold. or any Is this supposed shit? to be the same um, creature as the terror? I don't think so. No, just like similar bear steezers. I think I feel like it. I don't. I, you know, I should have looked up if this was based on a real thing you know, or legends? just like, yeah. oh, you know. It's it's a weird word that we came up with, and I mean uh, a pretty familiar plot to me. Uh, Tell me more. So this movie is about uh, uh, the indigenous residents of a who live near like a mm-hmm. paper mill, pulp and paper mill, where there's a mercury runoff. Mm-hmm. It's causing uh, animals to mutate, and they don't show how they're being affected. They do talk about yeah, it, though. Yeah. Um, Particularly Ramona talks because she's a midwife and she says there's like children being born with defects or whatever. Defects so bad that they have to kill them. Literally this exact <laughs> thing happened in my, in my yes. hotel. Well, minus the like mutated bears Bear, and animals. Grew yeah. up in a town, small town. With, with pulp a pulp and paper mill. I'm not sure the date when it started, but it was like definitely before this. Like, uh, IMDb says this is based on Minamoto in Japan, yeah, yeah. which they mention, but there's no way that this isn't at least a little bit based on Grassy Narrows, Definitely which is, not. like, where I yeah. grew up. And it's, like, the same pulp and paper mill, mm-hmm. mercury runoff, mm-hmm. into water supply mm-hmm. of the First Nations people who are still, to this day, suffering consequences. Yes. Severe far consequences. disproportionate to, like, I don't know, I'm sure... I. This was also something I didn't learn about until mm-hmm. I was like twenty eight. Yeah, old. until you moved away, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, I wonder if all of my depression is because I was being mercury poisoned." Yeah. In my life. Yeah, yeah, because I was drinking groundwater. Yeah, and you ate like fish, fish and all the time. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Who knows? I mean, when when the one guy makes that point of like when you, <gasps> oh my god, maybe that's why I'm gay. <gasps> I just chose to be gay. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of people have like cancer mm-hmm. grow up there. Mm-hmm. I'd be actually curious to see cancer stats there versus see if it's like above average. Yeah, neurological things too. Yeah, yeah, suicides. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so that was it was really interesting, and I guess that's why I, I like picked this one. We started doing this thing where I send Mitch like a selection mm-hmm. of movies, and then he can pick from them. They all sound good. Yeah, but this one sounded really good. Did. i mean i, I it was like the plot was too similar it's like pass up i feel like oh yeah definitely uh I, and like while this is not my favorite movie uh it looked fantastic oh my gosh yeah it looked so good well there are reasons for that for sure Ooh. uh i'm I guess excited to this find is the out. last one before our halloween episode yeah start. that's exciting um, we have been doing like every other week i'm Really going to try and push for us to have one every week in October Mm -hmm. because I really like doing our Halloween episodes. Me too. Um, So we'll try our best to do that. Uh, I know we've obviously like said that before, and then it just like doesn't happen. But life gets in the way. I love doing our Halloween episodes. Mm -hmm. We love Halloween. I haven't got a finalized lineup, but we've got some interesting ones this year for sure. Okay. Uh, I believe there's another. Well, I can't decide between that one and another one. Uh, but I think another werewolf one might what? come up. So we, we're on a real werewolf roll. Yeah, man. We did, like, I think two or three over the first, like, four years. And then this year we've been, like, wow. We've done, like, a whole slew of them. I like werewolves. I know. I like werewolves, too. Yeah. Unless they eat me or whatever. Yeah, that's true. That's like a bear and Berserker. Oh, that's true. And a bear. I think that might have been. A beware. God. Time has been impossible to tell. Time doth move. You know? <laughs> so anyway, um, 1979, as we mm-hmm. said, directed by John Frankenheimer, who directed, and here's why, uh, it was probably, mm-hmm. looked good. So he directed The Manchurian Candidate, Holy the original, <laughs> Birdman and <of> valcatraz, <laughs> okay. and then, uh, unfortunately, The Island of Dr. Moreau, the mm-hmm. one with Val Kilmer, which, not a great way to go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, did that movie look terrible? Uh, it was a very, very expensive movie. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it was very bad. Very bad. Al Kilmer. Hmm. Uh, it's written by David Seltzer, who wrote mm-hmm. The Omen, Heard on a Wire, Okay, Lucas, Okay, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, What, uh, and Dragonfly. He's uncredited as the screenwriter for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but... Holy shit! I mean, I guess I think Gene Wilder had a lot of input into yeah. it as well, so I guess oh wow I would never have connected these dots. It stars Talia Shire as Maggie, she's from the Godfather films, she's Adrian in the Rocky films, she's in Rad, The Landlady, I Heart Huckabees, the forthcoming uh, Megalopolis... Um, okay <laughs> robert foxworth is rob he's the voice of ratchet in the transformers movies <laughs> he's in uh, ants death moon the omen 2 syriana uh kevin peter hall as the mutant bear he was the predator in predators 1 and 2 oh. harry and harry and the hendersons he's in uh one dark night highway to hell we should do highway to hell highway to hell whoa you peaked I'm on <laughs> no. uh, Armand Desanti as John Hawks. He's in Private Benjamin, Hoffa, Judge Dredd, Striptease, Gaudi, American Gangster. He's like, obviously a character actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victoria, I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I'm going to say Rockamo. Okay. As Ramona. She's in Brave New World, Ernest Goes to Camp, and she's a quarter Native American, so... You know she could play this role. Yeah. Whereas uh, Mr. Asante was is Irish and Italian. Yep, and uh, looks very Italian but again, of the time. <laughs> it was it was a thing of the time. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Richard Drysart as Isley. He is the doctor in the thing. uh, uh I was the, wondering, like head of the people. Yeah, I was wondering where he's. He seemed so familiar to me. Uh, and he's in the Day of the Locust. And I never looked them up because when you say it and it blows my mind, it's like, always <laughs> oh, so, so much more satisfying. And then an uh, important Canadian artist. Yes. And George uh, Clutesi as uh, Emry, The grandfather. He's also a Nightwing, but he mm-hmm. is like uh, an important Indigenous Canadian artist. Yes. It was like, uh, was it Emily Carr gave him... Her brushes yeah, and, and canvases and shit. Emily Carr is one of Canada's most beloved uh, painters. who's part of the group of seven. Yeah. Uh, I mean, amazing artwork from her and she recognized him as being such an important artist. He was sent to a residential school. Yeah. Uh, and then after, after that he became a janitor at a residence, residential school and he was responsible for reintroducing a lot of first nations culture to the students. He's an at amazing that school. artist. You should yeah, to like, highly encourage everyone to look up his art. He's got one that I would like love a print of. Sure, I yeah. look forward to seeing it. Um and uh what else? He hitchhiked to I think like Regina or somewhere to speak with the right honorable Vincent Massey. Who was the namesake for my high school? um, To be like, hey, can I have permission to do my the dances of my cultures and stuff because they were illegal? Fucking, I've seen those videos, insane. Which I did not. I mean, I guess I knew like in the back of my mind, but I didn't really think about like they just made practicing their culture legal until 1951. Ridiculous. So he was like a like a part of that driving force to 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 help indigenous culture like come back from the brink of extinction in 1959 he got the british columbia centennial award mm-hmm. and in 67 he got the canadian centennial medal mm-hmm. he was commissioned to paint a mural for expo 67 he yep. got an honorary doctorate in 1971 in law mm-hmm. uh, he's a member of the order of canada which is canada's highest honor yeah other than the one that's for all of the Commonwealth. It's and... it's the highest honor you can get as a Canadian in Canada. I appeared on a bunch of TV stuff, mm-hmm. a couple of movies. Great. He seems like a real, like, one of those, like, quiet badasses, you know, <laughs> that's, like, committed yeah, and, and that sort of stuff. I don't know. I was really... Oh, the other thing, he wrote the book Potlatch, which is, like, a seminal book describing the potlatch ceremony uh i don't know it just like really it was good to learn about someone awesome uh after yeah, watching know, this movie was... <laughs> uh the only other person of note that i like had written down mm-hmm. was uh Chusette, who i don't actually know that they say his name but he's like the guy at the beginning with the glasses mm-hmm, just be I- the only reason i wanted to mention him is because he's in misery oh interesting Ooh, there's just big rumble yeah that was not thunder but certainly could have been who's better have your boots been under etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> so we start off with some spooky lights coming towards us yeah when the credits roll from like head head lights. yeah uh we just finished watching a bunch of alone so oh, very true. familiar yeah mm-hmm. and there's Something in the foliage. Ah, there's like lots of heavy breathing Mm -hmm. and grunting. There's some like Jaws-esque music. Yes, very cacophonous, Uh, eventually. And then the, the Flash guys take chase after this like movement in the brush the dogs that they have with them are going nuts it's chaos it's absolute chaos and then they get to a cliff and one of the dogs keeps going like just runs like like a a wily coyote like just runs right off the edge i yeah that was pretty upsetting because it doesn't die at first they try to drag it up but then something drags it down Mm. so we got to go down there to see what took our dog i guess but the other dog ends up being fine. Yes. Which I was happy about. But anyway, yeah. So they they like scale the cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the guys go down there. Mm-hmm. And there's like the sound of crying. Yep. Uh, dog crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and something starts grabbing the ropes. Mm-hmm. And, and then yanking them down. guy falls down and finds his dead friends. Oh. And then there's a roar. And we cut to a lovely sunrise. Yes. And one of their pith helmets is, f- or not a pith helmet. I like hard hats, yeah, yeah, floating upside down, and then like with blood on it,, mm-hmm. and then we show it's like a guy Zoom literally out, just like hanging upside down, fucking Emma Stone in amazing oh, Sp- spider yeah. true, true, does Shit. that happen like that in the movie? I don't remember, but I'm gonna say it probably does. Comic. I've never watched a single Spider-Man movie outside of the first two, yeah, the Tobey Maguire Sam ones. One. So, which my aunt took us to see at the theater in Kenora, oh, as well as the Star Wars prequels nice. when I was a child, because we Pottery didn't racing. get new things in our town unless the drive-in was open. Anyway, yes, I get the You know, this movie is just going to bring back so much <laughs> yes. memories about my hometown mm-hmm. and my growing up. Definitely uh and oh no uh so the string music that we've been hearing this whole time shifts and we cut to a whole orchestra in an orchestra hall doing their orchestra thing and orchestrating the orchestra we meet maggie who's a Mm -hmm. cellist but she's like having a bit of a difficult time keeping up with things Mm -hmm. because as we learn as soon as they're like done her friend is like but you're pregnant and you don't want an abortion you don't it's your body it is your choice yeah uh, <laughs> a little bit on the nose then it shows an indigenous protest mm-hmm. in like downtown new york okay can i just say yeah i fully fully believe that it was new york it's supposed to be washington dc oh shit really? i looked it up huh. and it because it's new york but it's, it's Vancouver. new york yeah but it looks like yeah new york. this was like uh, the <laughs> beginning of hollywood north where it's like Vancouver purporting to be the United yep. States. Vancouver like never that. plays itself. W- prior to us starting to watch this, mm-hmm. I was like, like when I was skimming through it, I was like, is this secretly in my hometown? Because <laughs> I was like, where else was it going to be paid for? Both have the exact same story, and mm-hmm. I was like, if I've never heard of this movie being, I mean, like it was long yeah. before I existed, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, yeah, it was not. Can you imagine if it was? It's like, no, oh my god, that's a it young would have been Charlene. Crazy. Oh, I wouldn't have recognized. That's a, a young. Person. That's that's that jerk from from across the river or whatever. Not that it's a river, it's a lake. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really know anyone who lived across the lake. I knew like my immediate neighbors mm-hmm. and then like people down on the peninsula, mm-hmm. and that was about it. The isthmus. Yeah, it was like a weird time where all of the kids in that area mm-hmm. were like the same age, so. That's strange. convenient. Yeah. yeah. I guess it was like exciting time for parents of millennials to have children. Yeah. Maybe it was the Mercury. Maybe. Sinking their biological clock. <laughs> so uh yeah, there's this protest mm-hmm. that it like that shows just sort of touch upon what we're about yeah. to experience in the rest of the movie. And then we go to a tenement mm-hmm. with terrible graffiti which looks exactly like the tenement did, from yeah. Tenement. <laughs> the graffiti though, they did in an afternoon. There's like I'm sure it had to it wash says off some nutso stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh but we meet Rob, mm-hmm. our main character, as he hurries in to tend to a crying child who's gotten bit by a rat. Yes, very much uh so we're getting that he's like a a bleeding heart, I guess. He cares. He's, he's a got doctor like, who cares and Uh, yeah he's gonna write up this landlord he doesn't want his own children because he spent so much time seeing the terrible things that happen to other people's Mm -hmm. children and Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to bring a child into that world which i think she talks about a few times right yes she does she definitely does which is why she's hesitant to tell him that she's pregnant yeah and like the rat biting the baby was very much like whitey on the moon she cannot be too far along i guess like some women show at different points (laughs) but like this feels like a very early in the pregnancy sort of. Yes. Like definitely a clear blue situation. Hundred percent. Yes. Uh oh yeah, you know what? Of course, because the the woman who lives in the tenement says, of course our landlord lives in Georgetown. Yeah. Which fuck, is the expensive oh, part of Washington DC. Fuck landlords. Yeah. Maybe so that was good. maybe he owned the building that the exorcist took place in as well. Oh maybe. Which was in Georgetown yeah. <laughs> oh that was probably a reference this is written by the guy who wrote The Omen right so yes. yeah. uh, it was probably like a cheeky little reference gladdy yeah. envy because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were always like compared to each other because it was like couple years difference yeah definitely both satanic yeah so he loads this baby Mm -hmm. into an ambulance just as his uh, boss i guess boss or acquaintance it's kind of unclear Mm -hmm. arrives looking for him he tells him about how the indigenous people uh of this town in maine Mm -hmm. need assistance because the paper company there is being shady and there's like a conflict over land rights Mm -hmm. particularly due to the environmental impact that's being and uh what's his face is like Oh, I don't want to go there. It's going to be the same thing as here. I'll file a report. there'll be a lawsuit, and then nothing's going to happen exactly. and His boss is like, "No, you can have a real lasting impact you can You can be the guy who decides whether or not they're allowed to completely clear cut this forest and destroy the lives of these people i I do think that for the most part, mm-hmm. this movie handles that very well. Yes, and for for one from nineteen seventy nine, yeah, where the racism is just like on its face, plain, exactly. Yeah. So, like, he's like, you can even bring Maggie there, who's his yes. wife. Yeah. So they fly over this little town, and he's like, "I didn't know the world could look like this. <laughs> just you live in fucking DC. Drive for two hours. Drive for one hour. Go to Virginia. Come on, man." Uh, what she says something like hard to see the forest from the trees i thought that was such a good joke yeah he didn't he didn't get it and also because it's like logging as well because oh because like, ah, you're not going to see him for much longer yeah <laughs> very nice. like it worked on so many levels and then once they land we meet this uh fodder mm-hmm. a family heading out for camping for three days by the well it takes them three days to get there, but at uh, the river. Yeah, and, like, the kids are excitedly being like, hey, mister, we're going to tell you all about it. And uh, the, then a helicopter mm-hmm. carrying the dog flies overhead. And I, I am so happy that the dog flies. I was happy that the dog was alive. That dog must have been fucking terrified. At least it wasn't spinning around in circles like that grandma. Yeah, let the dog inside the helicopter and give uh, it a helicopter helmet and the microphone. Maybe they... Well, it was, like, a shitty terrain, right? So they probably couldn't land Mm. the helicopter. So they had, like, rescue workers go down and, like, strap him in. That's probably it. He was so big. He was so big. (laughs) He was, like, a bloodhound, right? Yeah, Yeah. I, you know, I didn't look to see if they credited the dog actors in this. They probably didn't. Oh, probably not. But he's, like, the lone survivor from this rescue team uh, that we saw at the beginning. Smart dog. Uh, And then the, like the who's greeting them but the the manager mr isley the paper plant yeah they drive up in their yellow bright yellow station wagons which looked so awesome and he like warns rob right away that Mm -hmm. the forest isn't safe like it feels like this character is doing like some like elbow nudging like hey like you're white you get it right like, oh, I know you're not going to rule against me because yeah. we're white. Well, right? You get right? it. Right, right, and also, like, he's ingratiating himself immediately. Like, oh, th- is, that a, is that a instrument you have? You know, that's made of wood. It's made of three different kinds of wood. He bet his uh, his life on the fact that these missing rescue teams are due to the indigenous people of killing course, them. They have no proof or evidence, but of course. But they blame a beast from legend who's as large as a dragon with eyes as a cat. Uh... uh, 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 uh. Of Big, a cat. Yes. And it's looks like Bigfoot. And he's like, oh, it's just to stare like scare off the uh the company. Yep. And then he was like, I would have sent a posse in there instead of a search party. Hey. Which is fucking just fuck that guy. Yep. such a villain. Yes. Uh but with a smile on his face and ah shuck sort of way. And he does like recognize wrong in the end but he makes no attempt to apologize <laughs> like however or like, he, like talk to them about it yeah it's more and even that i was I, he, this guy just would have been like i didn't do this this isn't on me you're wrong yeah you know, like <laughs> i didn't want to know the fact that they give him any sort of remorse sort of was like I don't know. So as they're Anyways. driving out there, they reach a blockade mm-hmm. where we meet Hawks and uh, Ramona, yes. who are two indigenous people uh who have formed like this blockade. They won't let mm-hmm. them through because they don't want the loggers to get through onto their land. Yep. Um but the loggers are like like especially our uh Mr. Isley. paper guy yeah. is the instigator in the whole thing. Like he's he tells his men to like Go fucking go cut, cut those down. trees down. There's two trees with chains wrapped around them to like block the road. Yeah. And uh, there's like a whole battle between chainsaw and axe because they like Hawks starts going at it against this one guy. Mm-hmm. It's very dramatic and uh, he it's gets like a, a legit fight. Yeah, he gets Hawks pinned to the ground with a chainsaw to his throat, mm-hmm. which essentially forces Ramona to let them through. It's really aggravating, yes, and especially because. Mr. and Mrs. EPA are like, "Hey, yeah." Rob does not try and stop it at all. What the fuck? He well, he's yelling, but he doesn't do anything. She does nothing. She and... keeps her eyes to the ground yeah. inside the car, which I guess is later. She it sort of explains. Well, yeah, it's because one, she be she like is able to relate to them mm-hmm. on like a, a motherly level, I guess. Is supposed to be like the. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Later she's like I wish I had uh Ramona's bravery like she was so brave. Ramona extremely beautiful. Yes, that actress. She was a she went to Juilliard for piano. Ooh. And she was in the American Ballet Company. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. multi-talented. At least I think she was. A, she was definitely a ball- ballet artist at one point. Acting, I think dancing. it was in the American Ballet Company if I'm remembering correctly. But I'm not really sure. And uh and like she is also no longer with us as most of the people in this Mm -hmm. movie aren't but uh i forget what state it was but they were like hey you we choose you to make like this big video for us oh sweet yeah in 2015 so so chainsaw to the neck gates open uh they drive their little cars right through and the next part of their journey is by boat well, yeah, and we also get from Mr. Isley, oh, you know, they're violent. When they get drunk, they get violent. Oh, yeah. The OPs is what he calls them. Original people. Yeah. He explains is why they call them Opie's. Mm. Never heard that before. Me neither. That was the first, but I guess maybe that, I should have looked that up. Me it could too. could have been an American specific one. Yeah, easily. <sighs> I don't know. It doesn't seem to be, but I guess you never read it. I don't know. Some stuff, I mean, it was the 70s, might not have even been like committed to yeah. microfiche. That's very true. Very true. Might not have been digitized from the archives. Exactly. So, yeah, it's by boat. They drive out to this like dilapidated little cottage. It is a very cute cottage. What though. a beautiful lake. Yes. Turquoise water. That and you was can see surprising. the snow caps? In the I guess i have never been to Vancouver, yeah. but uh, damn. Yeah. It, it almost seemed like a tropical yes yeah uh and then we get like a bucolic scene i guess that's why it could never have been my town yeah (laughs) my town is brown water and that's literally what the lake is named after uh we see maggie playing her cello in the cabin and then she (sighs) just walks outside and starts crying on the dock Mm -hmm. while rob is fishing and he sees a duck get eaten by an extra large salmon Yes, a giant salmon which leaps out of the water and he's like, hey, that's huge salmon. The effects? Hilarious. Yes, very funny. Um, and that night, they have a fish dinner and Hawks is uh, watching the cabin Ooh. and then we see all of the animals start scattering. There's a deer and an owl and a bear and a squirrel and a raccoon. And there's heavy breathing mm-hmm. from the beginning starting up again. Uh, ah, ah! And... Rob and Maggie cuddle in front of the fire and they start getting, t- like, she talks to him about kids again, sort of talking around the fact that she's pregnant. Yeah, she's like, I was so proud of you today uh, for, I guess, yelling <laughs> a little I guess, much. yeah. And then she's like, Ramona had so much courage. I wish she, I wish, like, I, Maggie, had that kind of courage. And then a crazy raccoon appears yes. and starts attacking them. <laughs> yeah. Until rob manages to get it in the fire with a paddle i was like whoa <laughs> the fire would not have been my first choice but, but... he must take it out of the fire because he sends the samples off he sends, yeah so. maybe he just burns its head oh shit Boils its brains. yeah a real friday the 13th 2009 situation. i thought it was funny because it was like one of those like throw a stuffed animal at someone and it's like ah it's attacking me yes yeah definitely it was like very bad but then also it was a real raccoon in other shots and i was like i hope they didn't Hit a real raccoon with the. Who knows? Who knows? It was the seventies. Animals didn't have as many rights back then. uh and the next day, they're the family from the beginning is like all sweaty on their journey, dirty and sweaty on their faces, bumping to some tunes. It's a sweet ride. It's a sweet ride. The dad thinks he hears (laughs) something, but he like writes it off pretty quick. Well, we hear the grunting. That's what I love. When he turned off the sound, there was or the music, there was nothing, which is more disturbing to me than if they had heard a couple of things. In the, in the grand outdoors, you're not hearing a single thing. Uh, and, but we know mm-hmm. the mutant bears there. Oh, uh, apparently this was the inspiration for Man Bear Pig from South Park. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. That's very funny. So at the park, uh, there's like a, I you a national park mm-hmm. that they're at. Mm-hmm at may he's like watching some kayaks go by while rob calls that his the guy from the beginning uh, there's like a little telephone hut where he can use ma bell <laughs> and he's like okay i'm gonna send you these tissue samples, samples uh, from this raccoon and stuff and you got to look at them okay thanks and then hawks approaches him mm-hmm. and he's like i would like like rob is nervous to speak to him yes. because of what he's heard he says um, he's somewhat afraid And they talk about violence And the public perception mm-hmm. of indigenous people As it uh, as it Is being like perpetrated by the United States Government yeah. which paints them all As violent drunks mm-hmm. um, And I mean Rob literally saw the Loggers provoke him but yeah. go Uh huh and, and Yeah whatever okay <laughs> Just very like And also I think it's weird to be like I would like you to come with us you know like come with. Yeah. We're not going to tell you where necessarily. So I don't fully blame him. But then they start getting into the like, I'm willing to die to defend. Yeah, m- this place. And Ramona tells him that she's the midwife and that she's encountered children being born deformed. Mm-hmm. And they've gone to the government, but the government won't listen to them. Mm-hmm. Big shock. um And then Maggie comes up, and the four of them head off to go to Ramona's grandfather's place, which is like this traditional encampment. There's this pond there Mm -hmm. that produces giant creatures if you can believe it. Yeah, who could guess? Like, fucking tadpoles the size of a chihuahua. Yeah, and I I also like this, when they're describing like everything that's going on and Mr. EPA is like you know where I come from. Uh, Twelve people live in a postage stamp. And you should sort basically implying like you've got all this space. What do you have to complain about? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And like, hmm. Okay. And uh, weird approach. Maggie mentions the legend of the like man bear pig. To their grandfather, Mm -hmm. uh, and he tells her that it's come to protect them. It's then this place is like the Garden of Eden, and then when he said that, I was sort of like, "Oh, interesting," because in um, I had read that book, The Vor. Yeah. Which is about a huge forest in Africa that's infinitely large on the inside. <gasps> I don't know that I realized that was in Africa the times you've talked to me about that. No, before. well, 'cause it's there's like it's set the town outside of the the jungle is literally imported from Germany, mm-hmm. like brick by brick. Oh so it okay, looks okay, okay, it okay. looks and feels exactly like a German, like I guess eighteen hundreds town. But anyways, right. Um and the one of the main things That like the main thing driving the plot Forward is this guy Is looking for to kill Adam Like from Adam and Eve who yep. still lives in this Forest oh, so yeah. I was like Ooh this is kind of interesting like is the creature Like this sort of Representation But it isn't <laughs> But that's what it reminded me of and I was like ah oh, interesting Okay 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 yeah 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 these are like the Original protectors of <laughs> Some magical people. It's true. When I was a child, every rock, every tree had a story. The whole forest was filled with legends. We heard about one of them. Yes? Uh, Kitty does something. Katadin. Katadin is no legend. My grandfather is the oldest person in our tribe. It's his duty to foster these beliefs. I have seen him. And what does he look like? He's part. Of all things created, and he bears a mark of each of God's creatures. You say that with great affection. He has wakened to protect us. Why are these logs in here? They come twice each year, then they disappear. What is that? So could you meet you in? he says he will show you why he calls it the garden <laughs> No. No one has seen them. They're only in this pond. So, upon seeing this giant Chihuahua tapeworm, yes, uh, Rob is like, ah, the the paper mill feeds into this river. Yeah, dun, and dun, he dun. he also is looking at the trees and he's like, these are tap roots. They're supposed to be underground. Why are they above ground? I don't get it. So, Maggie and Rob go to the mill and mm-hmm. they get a tour of the facilities from Isley. It is Um, so loud inside. Lots of machines, as one would imagine. Mm -hmm. And they're in the beach plant or bleach plant section, Mm -hmm. which is where my dad worked. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I love that Isley was wearing a hard helmet, but neither of them were. (laughs) Or a hard hat, I should say. OSHA, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you know, we use bleach and a caustic solution, but nothing goes into the watershed at all. None gets into the water. No liquids go into the water. Uh, But Rob's not buying it. He Mm -hmm. starts getting pissed and he, like, asks Isley, like, where do you keep the trees before they get there? Are they treated? Yeah, like? and then Isley's is like, tell me. He's t- a huge writer. Tell me about this report that you're going to write. How long is the it going to be? time. And it's like, this is irrelevant to what he's fucking saying. A hundred pages? And then how many copies is it going to be? A Ten? A hundred? A hundred thousand sheets of paper in a filing cabinet that are all your report. And you're coming here and telling me, Mr. Paper... That you don't like what I'm doing? Well, what are you going to do without reports to write, mister? Huh? Have you ever thought of that? And he's like, you can go test the water if you're so keen Mm -hmm. on it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, So they leave. Oh, and also Isley was like, you use paper, so this is partially your fault. Yeah. (laughs) And Passing the book. Yeah. Like, okay, sure. (laughs) So they leave and they start like getting in their boat. Mm -hmm. Shows Maggie stuff in some mud um and maggie's like oh i believe him so why why... why else would he say tell you to test the water yeah as they're leaving rob deduces that it must be something in that isn't in the water and then he notices the mud on maggie's boot it's silvery and he's like what's the only liquid that isn't wet Mercury." mercury because it wouldn't be on in the water or on the water be under the water yeah and but she's fingering this mercury like yeah touching it uh n- no thanks yeah so back at the cabin uh rob digs into some research where he finds that the use of mercury allegedly stopped in 1956 after deaths in minamoto japan mm-hmm. and he realizes the whole place must be contaminated with mercury mm-hmm. um maggie sits down and like keeps listening to it because the audio recording is specifically talking about the effect that mercury has on fetuses yeah uh, and she realizes that oh no she's eating contaminated food and she too has a fetus oh no and and mercury is the only uh uh tetratoxin that crosses the placental barrier and and the- affects the mother or affects the child's thirty. percent more than the mother basically the child it's sort of like radiation i believe where the child will absorb the lion's share of what the mother ingests so it's disproportional and rob goes on this whole rant about fetuses representing evolution which is not ridiculous and a debunked theory but he's like we start off as fish and then we uh move on to being like a cat and then a whale and Mm -hmm. then a Uh, And I mean, like, it's true that, like, they all start looking sort of similar, but it's not like it's if you took it out and put it in a cat halfway through, it would be a cat. But he needs to take some blood samples, which will take at least, like, a week. Ten days, maybe. So he's really keeping her, I mean, she still hasn't told him that she's pregnant, but, like, keeping her on the edge of her seat. Yeah, like, she's deeply shaken by this and he's just so focused on like solving this puzzle solving this mystery and he's like going over it and talking out loud and all that sort of stuff uh and i don't know uh he he's all he also points out how the grandfather had uh yeah the burn burns on his fingers because he'd let his cigarette go down to the the stump or the filter and didn't feel it because of nerve damage ah and uh then we go back to the family that's camping, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're all like open air sleeping. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're bivouacking in their their sleeping bags. Uh, the little boy's like all zipped up in his. This seems so good. Just his little face showing, so like good. in two thousand one, a space odyssey. The 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 astronauts that are in suspended animation. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. And then the bear arrives and starts attacking. I, it's very funny. Can you imagine? It's like looming over them and it just goes. RAAR! And then <laughs> the kids just start screaming. Yeah. The kid in the sleeping bag starts like hopping away, Ho- like like he's comically a fucking glowworm. And uh, then he gets hit by the bear, <laughs> smacked, goes flying and hits a rock and explodes in like a cloud of down. I am begging you to look up just that part. This kid gets annihilated. <laughs> like. It's like throwing a, a backpack full of meat and feathers from a large height, like it's from great. the top of the Empire State it's Building. It's so good, and then there's just feathers everywhere. The, the Jason <laughs> sleeping bag kills have nothing on this. No, you know when you when you put it that way, like when he took that guy and smashed him against the tree several times. Yeah, fellers, Feather- oh, she- 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 woman. Sorry, sorry. Was the guy the one who died in the fire, or were they both women? those are both women okay i feel like feathers should have come out then that would have been so good the one where she dies in the fire is like uh uh, in the remake which Uh, is sort of referencing referencing the one where she dies in part seven yes is seven the original sleeping baked up? or is it six we'll have to rewatch all of them to find out because they reference it in uh jason x too when they're in like the simulation he does it with oh. like a, an, a simulated girl and he keeps smashing her against the tree and she won't die <laughs> how frustrating yeah that would have been so frustrating for him but i mean it is meant as a distraction that, whatever this is not our jason x episode so the next day mm-hmm. uh rob takes samples from the indigenous folks while maggie looks pensive looking at the pregnant women mm-hmm. Um, and then the cops show up with the logging company. Because, of course, the logging company leading the fucking yeah, way. They think the indigenous folks killed the family. Well, it's like, okay, we know who did this. So we're going to call out your names and line up and just come with us. Uh, come quietly. And Hawks makes a break for it. Yeah, punches runs, the guy in the face. Runs through this, uh, like, cabin. Yeah, and jumps then jumps the through the window through and through the escapes. Window. So. Ramona, Rob, and Maggie take a helicopter uh, out into the the, the forest because they got to see this crime scene. Just as a big storm is hitting, um Rob and Ramona leave Maggie alone with like the pilot who's trying to be like, "Here, sniff this, blah blah blah." Yeah, because she's feeling sick. Yeah. um So they Inspect. find the attack site, and there's these deep gashes in the tree, like ten foot off the ground. And finds like a a clump of hair and flesh which ramona says is not there and then hawks shows up and rob shows him the bloody fur yeah, hawks has a red wing boot but at the same time maggie has decided to get out of the helicopter and go join the others but mm-hmm. her kerchief blows off so she follows it to this net where there's some mutant animals caught up in it yeah they're like screaming like little babies baby bears that look like uh, just jo- like um, gummy bears that became alive and then were left in the sun, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Ramona says to let it die, mm-hmm. but Rod's like, Oh, this is our evidence, so we got to bring it back, yeah. They like pick them up, cradle mm-hmm. them, um, and unfortunately, when they get back to the chopper, the weather is too bad for them to leave, so they need to take these things somewhere warm. Mm-hmm. Closest place being Ramona's grandfather's. And so the five of them embark on this journey across rivers to the village to uh, work on these baby mutants. Mm -hmm. Um, Once they get there, Rob tells Hawks to bring everyone there. He can bring the newspaper, bring a photographer, bring the sheriff, bring the loggers. Yeah. It's real rich of Rob to assume the sheriff would just like follow them out there or believe Hawks. Yeah. Hawks doesn't end up going. Yeah. Stays there for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, Rob starts to work on this thing while Maggie kind of just stares because she's thinking, "Oh, that's what's growing inside of me. Yeah. Great." <laughs> and like, uh, Rob is like, "Okay, we need to like jury rig a whole—I don't know—ICU ward." Yeah, they have like a a beer bottle filled with liquids as an IV hooked up to his to its arms, yeah. and it also has giant claws in its hands. Ah. The rain stops, and Hawks like looks at the other one, like Baby Mutant, mm-hmm. and then he sees his quiver of arrows. So he grabs that. Um, meanwhile- I mean, presumably he's putting together. These are babies, so there must be a mom and yeah, dad somewhere. <laughs> Maggie can't hold it together looking at this Baby Mutant. Mm-mm. So Rob takes her aside and tries to calm her down, and this is when she decides to tell him that she's pregnant. Yep. And- You are too busy playing God to be a human being. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. And I ate what the mother of those creatures ate. It's not a nightmare that's going to end. It's just beginning because it's inside me. i did not know you didn't want to know <laughs> I tried to tell you but you wouldn't listen you were too busy playing golf to be a human being sure uh i mean from what we've seen of him he doesn't seem like he's playing god no he's he's literally like going to tenements and being like your landlord (laughs) is a criminal she's real upset because she wants the baby i believe she says it wants to be born yeah i'm pregnant it's inside of me i want a baby but it's not a baby anymore yeah because she's that must be fucking terrifying yes <laughs> so the mutant starts screaming, and everybody gathers around. The car arrives mm-hmm. with the people from town, and it Hawks it, heads into the tunnels that are underneath the yep, ancient the tunnels in the permafrost. Uh, and this is when all the big cheeses are there. Rob shows him the, the creature. Mm-hmm. Isley is real upset and disgusted, and Rob's like, Did you know? I didn't want to. Ugh. Nah. Whatever, dude. And then uh, grandfather arrives mm-hmm. just as the big bear shows up and starts killing everything. Yes. And it's smacking people around just like the kid right. in There's car explosions mm-hmm. because one guy knocks over a gas, a gas tank. tank. It goes after Maggie, but she's able to get away with Ramona and Rob. And the then helicopter pilot gets slashed. Yeah. And so the sheriff, Isley helicopter pilot, uh, Rob, Ramona, Maggie and Hawks are able to get into the tunnels Mm -hmm. to hide um yeah like they drag the helicopter guy down in there. yeah and there's like a bunch of you can still hear people screaming outside it kind of sucked that the plant guy made it but i mean he gets his yeah oh yeah and they all just kind of listen as it's fumbling around upstairs the baby's crying yeah maggie's cradling it the sheriff decides to poke his head up and then he gets killed (laughs) yeah Uh, The bear picks the other baby up in its jaws, and Grandpa watches as the fire reflects in his eyes. It looked really good. It did. It looked really cool. Uh, And everything burns to cinder. Great. So the next day, they all come out from hiding. They need to get to this communications thing, and the plant manager, Isley, is like, I will make this six-mile journey. To this radio tower. Yeah. Yeah. Microwaves? I don't know. I don't know either. He eventually, like, we get shots of them trampling through the woods again and everything and then we see him. He finally sees the radio tower yeah, in the they're, distance. they're like, they have the pilot on a stretcher mm-hmm. as they're walking through the woods god that's gotta suck yeah and just as he gets to the comms tower he hears a noise it's buzzing dead like flies yeah and he finds the fly ridden body of the other baby there and then the big one is close by oh no so he makes a break for it uh he gets to the the tower and there's a big uh, fence yeah but it's locked and then he tries crawling underneath but then he gets got presumably bisected or something i i kind of like the irony of like this is one chain that he couldn't get through whoa uh oh uh Uh, the others get back to the indigenous settlement where Mm -hmm. everyone else has left it like abandoned hawks finds a truck so uh they head off to the comms tower and this is there's like they go to go where actually no i think they're going going to town yes to get help for the pilot there are so many goddamn rocks on this road like rocks the size of baseballs uh i guess nobody sweeps this road takes a long time too i guess because it becomes nighttime yep and uh then what happens they get attacked uh yes because the pilot gets attacked they get attacked and the mutant bear flips the jeep on its side and the helicopter pilot is like strapped onto the jeep i guess so that he can feel every single bump that they're going over every okay, rock yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and hawks tries to get him untied but it's too late and the bear takes his head as he's screaming strapped to the thing and the others like run and they jump into the water mm-hmm. they start swimming except for grandpa who stays behind to try and talk to it but he gets ripped up mm-hmm. and uh the baby thing starts biting maggie's neck what an asshole yeah and at this point, with all the water and stuff, she's probably taken on a lot of mercury. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And, well, it depends if the mercury dissolved in the water or if it's just at the bottom. That's true. In, like, a slime. But I also don't know anything about anything. Me neither. Uh, and Vern sees that— Who's th- Vern? That's his last name, Rob's—Rob Vern, isn't it? Oh. I don't know. I didn't hear his I just name. wrote his last name because I didn't hear his first name. Oh. <laughs> so Rob sees that Maggie's getting attacked by the bear. it's biting her neck. And he swims back and drowns it. Yeah. <laughs> they end up getting across the lake mm-hmm. to uh, their cottage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... uh they lollygag a little bit too much on the dock. Because it's, it's getting in the water and it's slow. Like, there were some parts of this that was, like, this, Oh, yeah. Slow. But uh, it's slowly coming over to them. Slowly, slowly. And they, like, full-on watch it disappear under the water. Rob's and as like, soon as it's, it's under the water, Rob Hi. starts celebrating. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a big jump. Yeah. I guess you're hopeful. Uh, but then it starts to resurface. There's, like, bubbles and then it pops up and they run inside. Uh Oh, yeah. We didn't even mention the Chekhov's gun earlier. As soon as they, like, show the cabin, the first thing they show is this rifle above the Mm -hmm. the fireplace. So Rob grabs that. But there's only two slugs. uh, Hawks has his bow and arrow, and they start barricading the windows. I loved how usually in these things, I mean, not in all of them, but it's like, oh, we have to move the stuff off the top of the yeah, yeah, In this one, they're just just, throwing everywhere. (laughs) So good. And, uh, yeah, then first through the wall. It yeah, it rips the roof off. And then it breaks another one down mm-hmm. which hits Ramona, uh but she lives. I believe yeah. so. Like so the first time it rips the roof off, it gets shot with one slug. And then when it rips the second set of the roof off, uh Hawks is like filling it with arrows. It's yeah. it's like a stuck pig. And uh then he gets thrown away and mm-hmm. dies, which really sucked very much like he was tossed just like the kid in the yeah thing, but so without the feathers to make it funny rob's rob grabs the arrow and mm-hmm. he just like starts wailing on this thing. yeah he can just walk up to it, it and gets stab absolutely it. absolutely covered in blood mm-hmm. it and picks him up i believe at one point it falls in the water and then he just like jumps in and keeps going which is great i right. love a soup you got to you got to keep doing it until it stops moving i guess yeah and that's kind of that's pretty much the end. The end we get uh Vern and Maggie. Now I thought that they were in a hospital, but no, you they're pointed in a plane. out they are in a plane. Yeah. Uh and they and, give each other like a knowing look. Yeah. And then it shows another bear thing. So the knowing look to me was them acknowledging that the baby no more. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It's like we're finally mo- past all of it. I didn't put that together well, in the I moment. Think it was like because she like looks at him and then he like nods back like you lost the baby and then they smile because it's not a baby anymore well it's like a sad smile yeah and then she like starts crying and then it shows the the other thing the dad bear is still alive and it's even more messed Ah. up it's got like a skull for a head And that's the end yeah sort of what did you think uh... i liked it i liked it a lot it was good it looked great it was a cool monster movie uh, I it was turned into a book really after, so I would be interested in seeing that book to answer some of our questions. Oh, definitely. Uh, it was a little bit slow in some parts, yes, but I don't know, it was fine, it was good, it was fine. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. Uh, I probably won't watch it again yeah. either, but I still enjoyed it definitely. But it definitely is not gonna be one that's like in the regular rotation, and um i'm gonna stop drinking mercury i guess yeah i guess so it i'm i might cut this out christopher hi uh so it was pro-choice but in kind of an unusual way where she wants to have the baby but she feels pressured not like not yes, to yeah um and then the in- Indigenous women should have the right to choose as well if they want to have their child be born with these mutations, um, but they have not been able to make informed decisions because this is all being kept from them and in, like projected onto them. Yes. like they oh like we we eat food from the, the, our surroundings. Yeah, and it's this is because you are alcoholics that your babies are being like kept it's from all your yeah. fault. And I mean, this was six years after Roe v. Wade still a hot topic yeah six degrees of jamie lee i have two written down because they and it's both the same amount so it doesn't really matter talia shire is in rad with ray Walston, who's in house rest with jamie Lee curtis and robert foxworth is in transformers dark side of the moon with john malkovich who's in queen's logic with jamie Lee curtis excellent yes hey thanks for listening to our podcast yeah thank you uh, we hope you've enjoyed the sounds of the dogs in the background. We'll see you for our first of our Halloween episodes Ooh. next time. And uh, follow us on social media definitely First Blood on Instagram, definitely FirstBlood at gmail.com if you want to email us. But we never check the email because, I don't know, I get anxious about it mm-hmm. for some reason. Anyway, uh, I just assume listening. someone's going to like yell at me. I don't know why It's Um, just my fear I'll have you know That it was not a shotgun Used in this movie It was a rifle And You should know better (sighs) Okay bye Goodbye (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye Bye Bye